Welcome, welcome back to episode four. And if you haven't listened to episode one, two, and three, I recommend that you do so. I talked about lots of interesting things in those three episodes. Okay, now this is episode four. I hope you are ready to, you know, sit back and listen to what it is that I have for you today. So the thing is that Nigeria is the world's most populous black nation and Africa's largest economy. And Nigeria is also one of the world's largest producer of crude oil. And you see, the thing is that there are so many things that make Nigeria tick. And one of them is the popularity of it, of our local food culture known as buka. But popularly called mamaput, especially in Lagos, which is, you know, Nigeria's commercial capital. So what is mamaput? When you hear mamaput, what do you think? So mamaput is a street food stall or roadside restaurant often run by women. And so the women sell a variety of local cooked food, either from a cart or a contemporary, you know, structure that could pass for a store, which most of the time they would build by themselves. So the thing is, what makes Mama Put popular is the fact that she provides an extremely critical social service, especially for office workers or, you know, people who might be too busy to cook. But what most customers will tell you is that Mama Put offers very delicious meals at affordable rates. But, you know, people wonder that why are food vendors in Nigeria known as Mama Put? So, first of all, they're known as Mama Put because the business is mostly run by women. And secondly, it runs by a buffet. Except, in this case, the customers are not allowed to serve themselves. So you simply just point out what you want, you know, especially with the assorted beef and proteins that go with your food. So you point out what you want and then they would serve it for you. So you would normally hear phrases like, ah, mama put this for me, mama put that for me, you know. That is basically how the word mama put basically came about to be. And the thing is, mama put is not just affordable. She also, she also provides a platform for friends office workers to, you know, converge and socialize and, you know, sometimes have small office gossip while they are eating their food. And the interesting thing about Mama Put is that she services both to the rich and poor, the old and the young, especially in a busy and often chaotic city like Lagos. Mama Put is extremely wonderful. And honestly, I'm grateful that, you know, we have women like that in Nigeria who, you know, cater to people who can't, you know, afford to cook at home because, you know, cooking at home might be too expensive for them or, you know, they're very busy to cook. And I really like the fact that they don't really, you know, discriminate whether you're old or you're young or you are rich or you're poor. If you want to eat, come and eat. They will serve you. So I want to give my experiences that I have had with Mama Put. So I'm going to give a good experience and I'm going to give a bad experience. So a good experience that I had was probably a couple years ago when I was, you know, traveling to my hometown with my family. And then we just, you know, stopped to eat when we were like an hour away from our destination. And so we stopped by this mama put and then we got down 
when they saw that we were coming in, they said, ah, ah, come and eat, come and eat, oh, you know, come and sit down, we'll serve you, we'll treat you well, you know, that warm hospitality. That was basically how they welcomed us when we came in. And, you know, Mama put they don't really have the best infrastructure, but, you know, love is what makes food. What love, the love that is put into the food is basically what makes it delicious. And that is basically how it was when I got there. So when it was time for them to, you know, take our order, ask, okay, what do you want? Because, you know, you tell them what you want. And as I'm telling them, they're basically serving it into your plate for you. So I was telling her that I want um, three wraps of amala. I want, and I was telling her that all oh, the soup that I want is eridu and begiri with stew. And then when you now came to me telling her, okay, what type of meat do I want? I was not telling her that I want bomo, I want shaki, I want beef, I want bokoto. She now just took a pause <laughs> and looked at me and was wondering that is it only me that's going to like eat all this? And then I said, yeah, it's only me that's going to eat all this. And then my dad just, you know, looked at me. I was like, that's just let her eat, just let her eat what she wants to eat. And then it's not like she looked at me like, oh, I shouldn't be eating this much. But, you know, it's not that often that you, you see someone slim eating a large amount. But she was like that. It's good. It's good that you're eating. You know, you're a growing child. You need to eat very well so that you can, you know, build your strength and, you know, do well. And then she not saying that, you know, eating well allows you to, you know, perform well in school and all that. And from there, she just started, you know, talking about how, ah, she too, she has children at home and she feeds them very well because, you know, you need to feed children well so that, they, you know, they can grow and, you know, be healthy. So I was kind of like, yes, yes. So we just having, you know, little conversations like that. And I... Really, I really like that. And then while I was eating, she just came to ask, I hope you are enjoying your food. And I said, yes, I'm enjoying it very well. So by the time she came, by the time she asked me, oh, um, hope I'm enjoying my food, I was probably like one and a half amalas in into my food. You know, I had already, I had already eaten one and a half wraps of amala. And the thing is that the wraps of amala is not small. It's like big. It's like, a big size of amala. Okay, I know I've been talking about amala for quite a bit, but if you don't know what, what amala is, go and listen to episode two, and then you know what it is that I'm talking about, or you can Google it. So amala is spelled A-M-A-L-A. Okay, so moving on, that was basically my good experience with Mama Put, and she basically, you know, saw us off and said, ah, you know, thank you for coming to come and eat here. And then I think my dad even probably gave her a tip and she was, you know, very grateful for that. And I really like going there. And, you know, subsequently, every time we visited my hometown, that was always where we came to come and, you know, eat. Okay, now to the, hmm, now to the bad experience. So the thing about Mama Puts is that it can get a little rowdy because you know everyone wants to tell them oh this is what i want to eat that's what i want to eat and they don't really some mama put don't really have you know enough workers and they might be you know juggling a lot so this particular mama put that i went to i think this was in lagos yes yeah, was in lagos particular mama put that i went to they didn't really have enough workers also and they had like a lot of customers so the entire place was completely rowdy and it was completely packed so when they were asking me oh what do i want the hope this was 
noisy. So they couldn't really hear what I was saying. And like other customers beside me too was telling Mama Put, oh Mama, this is what I want, this is what I want, blah, 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 and all that stuff. And then the person that was serving me was asking me, what do I want? And then I was trying to explain to her that I cannot... She was telling me, asking me what I want, but I couldn't hear that. That's what she was saying. And I was trying to explain to her that I can't hear you. I can't really hear what you're saying. But this is that she, she's saying. So I just assumed that, okay, she's telling me, say what you want. So I was not pointing, I was not pointing at it. And she was telling me that I should say what I want. But the thing is that I was trying to talk. As I was talking, she couldn't hear what I was saying. So I just thought, okay, the best option was to point at what I wanted. You know, if the person can't hear you, you use all other forms of communication to, you know, communicate and tell this person, okay, this is what I want. And so when I was trying to point at what I was, I was basically pointing at what I wanted. She was telling me, no, no, I should speak. Like, in the midst of all the noise, she was basically shouting that I should speak. And then I was talking and I was trying my best not to shout. But she did not agree. She did not agree. She said, I should talk, I should talk, I should talk. And then I was very, very upset. I was like, "Uh -uh, I'm not a customer. Why is she treating me like this? She can't hear me while I'm speaking in the midst of all this noise. And then I'm trying my best to, you know, communicate to her and say, okay, this is what I want. And then she's telling me that, no, I should talk. And in the midst of me talking, she's telling me she cannot hear me. So what exactly did she want me to do at that point? I was talking. She said she could not hear me. I started pointing at what I wanted. She's telling me to talk. I was so confused and I was so annoyed. And then when the noise finally calmed down, she now said, Oh, yeah, what do you want? She now said it with this tone of annoyance as if, no, I'm not supposed to, you know, tell her what I want. When for the past maybe five, eight minutes, that's practically what I was doing. And then when I finally told her what I wanted, she then served me my food in annoyance. And then I was wondering that, ah, what is it, what is it that I did? Before she left, and I said, excuse me, please, what what is it that I did? that offended you, that made, that made you, you know, serve me my food the way you did. Because the way she basically served my food, honestly, it took maybe just like an inch before my entire food basically spilled all over the floor across the table, you know. And then she not said nothing. And then I knew something was up, but then, you know, I decided to let it go because she was older than me and I did not want to be disrespectful before people and me start saying, ah, why are you being disrespectful, irrespective of what it is that happened, you should still respect her. So that's what I decided to do. So I ate my food and then I left. And then I told myself, I am never going back to that place again. Never. If I ever go, if I ever eat with my friends and they say, oh, let's go to that place, I'll tell them, thank you, but I'm not going. I'd rather buy gala by the roadside and drink like a Sarah and say I've eaten for the day. But other than that, I would never step food in that mama put again because the thing is that my output is supposed to be friendly and hospitable not rude and hostile and i didn't really like the way the employee there was basically speaking to me because even the mama you know the owner of the place was practically warning her to, you know not speak to me like that because she might be older than me that does not mean that she should still you know talk to me anyhow because i'm still a customer I'm still going to pay for the food that I'm going to eat. And honestly, that's one of the things I like about Mama Put is that they're hospitable because her worker was basically rude to me. And she came and she apologized to me. And she, said, she apologized to me. And she even gave me, you know, a free drink to, you know, compensate for the rudeness, which was, you know, a plus to the day. But I would still not go back there. 
Even with the free drink, I would still not step foot there. You know? La Casera Angala is all I need. And I know I mentioned La Casera Angala. If you don't know what La Casera Angala is to all my non-Nigerian people listening, La Casera is basically like an apple soda. And Gala is basically uh, meat wrapped in dough and baked for a while. It's kind of like a sausage wrapped in dough, but that's the best way that I can, you know, explain it for you guys. But yeah, that is it all. So this episode was about Mama Put and how loving and hospitable and extremely delicious that her food is. And honestly, when you are eating Mama Put and you are eating your food and you start to sweat, when you are sweating, that's how you know the food is good. Because you know, you are eating it, you don't want the food to be cold. Yeah, but anytime I eat my food, I'm always sweating because you know their food is always good, and you know, uh, respect manners is one of the things that I like about the first mama put, which was my good experience. But you know, the second mama put, she still had you know respect their manners because she came to apologize to me and say sorry about the way this person spoke to me, spoke to me and all that. But yeah. That is pretty much it. Mama Put is basically a wonderful, wonderful thing that Nigeria has to offer to anybody who hasn't been to Nigeria. So you go to Nigeria and you know, you know, you don't want to spend too much money on high-end restaurants. Just look for your local Mama Put, and hopefully, if you come across the right one, they will be extremely hospitable and friendly to you. But yeah, that is pretty much it. I probably said that before, but. That is it about Mama Put. So, if you want to listen more about what it is that I have to say during this podcast, tune in for episode 5, which should drop next week. I know I have slacked a bit about, you know, uploading my episodes, but I will get myself back on track. But that is it for episode 4. Thank you for listening. This is Dev Talks.